So we keep on keeping on. Hey, little humans. I'm Norma Jean. Welcome to Stay Wild, the podcast about how to keep your quirks in the wondrous world. This is episode number 15. Today, we're talking to Lindsay Weiss, who's a mother, doula, yoga teacher, musician, and she does amazing things. I can't wait for you guys to hear her story. I'm going to read one of my toast poems, and I hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by me, Norma Jean. I'm a singer, songwriter, and I draw an original Daily Doodle cartoon every day. You can see everything. See some shirts of my cartoons at NJ Loves. That's NJ like Norma Jean Loves.com. We've also teamed up with Bali Spirit Festival, which is really exciting. And Lindsay Weiss, today's guest, actually sings at Bali Spirit Festival. So come to Bali Spirit Festival. We've teamed up with them to give you guys a special discount. So use the code Stay Wild for $40 off the five-day spirit pass or Stay Wild Abundance for $50 off the whole enchilada abundance pass. The festival's April 2nd through 8th, 2018. And for those of you who've been listening to the show and thinking about coming to Bali, this is your chance. Also, for everyone else and everyone who's coming to Bali, not coming to Bali, but who's listening to the show, please, as usual, subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. Share it with friends. Write us a review. It really helps other people find the show, move up in the algorithm. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. Let's get to it. little humans. Okay, I'm here today with Lindsay Wise. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. So Lindsay is a mother. She's a doula. She's a yoga teacher. And she's also a musician. So like me, she's got she's got her finger in a lot of different pies. She's doing some beautiful things. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So Lindsay, you are a wild woman. <laughs> so what are you focusing on right now? What is your main thing that you do with people? As you mentioned, I'm a doula and my inspiration is helping people to birth and that doesn't just include mothers who are giving birth to babies I also really love helping people that are feeling a bit stuck and Mm. ready to birth their creations okay and so I love holding space for people through that transition and I've never witnessed an island quite like Bali Mm. and bringing everything up for people. And so when they come here, I love helping them with whatever it is that the island brings up that they need to move into their next transition. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny because a lot of people, you know, like I've never had kids, but birthing a child is, you know, obviously the biggest, right? But for a lot of other people, opening up into that creative space and letting themselves create whatever it is they want to create, whether it's a an album of their music or writing a book or whatever, a lot of times people have to allow themselves and give themselves permission. And it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you help people move into that space of being able to do that. Yes. Cool. Okay, yeah. cool. And you do some amazing sound healing as well. And you're a mom. You have three kids. Yes. And you said earlier, before we started the tape, um, you gave birth to all of them in water. Yes. Yeah, I was actually about 14 years old, and I saw a flyer that was talking about hypnobirth in the water. Mm. And I just felt in my heart, yeah, that's how I'm going to birth my babies. Mm. And so sure enough, we've given birth to all three of them at home in the water, and it's been really beautiful, yeah, to get to have 
that opportunity. Yeah, amazing. I mean, I think for everyone, every birth is different, right? Like, and you have a plan and sometimes things don't go according to plan and you have to adjust. When you make that plan, I think it's interesting to see the different intentions that people set in terms of how they want their children to enter into the world and what that looks like. And you, you're a doula as well. So mm-hmm. for those of you at home who are not familiar, can you tell us what a doula is? Sure. Well, um, a doula is someone that is there to be like a best friend for the mama who's okay. giving birth okay. and someone to help the mom's birth plan go to flow. So mm-hmm. whether she's going to be giving birth at home or in the hospital or a birthing center, yeah, the unique plan that the mother's created, the doula is there to help to ensure that that's what happens. Okay. And also... Anything can happen during birth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so the doula's there to help to make sure that the mom feels really comfortable and safe during whatever Mm. happens. So whether that is helping to massage pressure points, um, offering any kind of healing work and support, Mm. cheerleading, and also giving a lot of support and space for the mom and the husband. Something that I find as a doula is that it would be easy for me to give all of that nurturing and support for the mom through labor, Mm -hmm. but the dads, they need to have that time too. So I'll often invite the, the dad to do different things and then give the partner's a lot of space to mm. come in at the right time. So I'll help to teach the dads what to do and remind them when to help to offer water. Okay, whatever cool. The snack is. So it's really like support and advocacy. Yes. And okay. empowerment. And empowerment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like, you know, when things happen, especially in the traditional medical establishment, right? The doctor says, okay, this is what we're doing. And a lot of the time, maybe some women don't feel like they have a choice or if the plan changes, they, you know, there's no one to, to say, okay, well, we had another plan. Like, can we talk about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's someone that gets to be the mama bear for the mama. <laughs> ah, okay, the mama bear for the mama. Yeah. Fantastic. And you had, you have three kids, and you had the latest one here in Bali. Is yes. that right? Yes. Amazing. There's a video, actually. <laughs> There's an amazing video. We'll put it in the show notes mm-hmm. of you giving birth to your baby. Yes, which seems actually like something that I would never have thought that I would do. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's there, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is like the moment, you know, like your baby, his name is Elijah, right? Yeah. Yes. He comes into the world and you're just like, okay, here we go. You know, and it was on Facebook. I think someone shared it that was there with you and they were mm-hmm. like, okay. And then I think it went viral. Like everyone kind of, yeah. Well, what was incredible um, was that the midwife, she really was amazing at letting just Josh and I be the ones that were really navigating the birth and mm-hmm. she held the camera. Okay. That's her job. And the, um, our son came through halfway, mm. and you can see him there in the water. And then in the next contraction, I brought him up onto my own chest. Yeah. And so when the midwife asked, can I share this? I just got a really clear yes. That mm. it was almost like it wasn't just mine. I wanted other women. To see what that looks like. Yeah, to get to witness what that can be. So the responses that I got, I just got waves of countless messages 
of people who had been brought to tears and also moms who were able to show their children birth for the first time. Yeah, because, I mean, it was a short clip, but it was really, you were very calm Mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing, and you were like, okay, and then you just kind of pull him out, and then he's (laughs) on your chest, and you're like, okay, you know, and it was was one of those things where, you know, in in the media and, and traditionally, birth is seen as this, like, traumatic thing, right? Mm. But it does it doesn't have to be that way, right? Exactly. I mean it was it was so beautiful. You were so calm. I think was Josh in the tub with you, your your partner? Yes, he was singing the Gayatri mantra, which okay. is a special mantra that we sing here in Bali mm. while babies are being born into the world. He was singing that. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. So you're a doula and you also make music. I wanna talk a little bit about your music. Sure. So how did you start writing songs, playing guitar. How did that begin for you? Um, Well, I grew up with a family who played music. Mm -hmm. So my mom and dad would play guitar and um, my family was actually quite religious. And so in the evenings, we would sing songs and say prayers and write in our journals. And I just remembered a really beautiful bass also of church where I was Mm. getting to sing songs in church. Mm. But they were quite... I grew up in a Mormon tradition, Mm -hmm. and so they weren't the same as when I would go to my friends for a sleepover on a Saturday night, Mm -hmm. and I grew up in the Bible Belt in South Carolina, Okay, and I'd go (laughs) to these Baptist churches and places where people were playing electric guitar and up and singing and dancing and Mm -hmm. clapping, and I got really inspired. The spirit moved them. Right, 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 right. The spirit was really moving them. So I've been singing since I was really, Mm -hmm. really little, and... Everyone always said since I was a very little girl that there is a big black woman inside of me. Yeah. <laughs> I actually get the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. People are like, where is that coming from? And you're like, hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely love getting to celebrate the voice um, mm. with songs. I have been writing poetry and music for a long time, mm. but probably the time when I started to channel songs and Mm -hmm. music and that's where instead of putting any energy into writing it Mm -hmm. they just come through and I'll need to grab my telephone or pen for it to come through was after I had given birth to our daughter Mirabelle at home Mm -hmm. um, she was again that beautiful water birth Mm -hmm. and everything was perfect with the birth but after I began hemorrhaging okay and I started losing so much blood that the midwife called an ambulance yeah and I was adamant about having a home birth, so I sent the ambulance away. Oh, I signed right. a consent form, and I'm like, no, I'm going to stay home. And very shortly after, I actually dropped dead. Yeah, and okay. And I had lost so much blood that I got to visit the celestial realm. Okay. And when I was there, I was surrounded by multitudes of light beings. Wow. And it was like a homecoming. So you died. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. Let's be real clear. You yes. sent the ambulance away and yes. then you died. Yes. Okay. So did the ambulance come back? The ambulance came back. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is so dramatic. Yeah. Another one. And I got in at that time. I yeah. was like, get in. But when yeah. I got into the ambulance, all I wanted was to go back to mm. that other realm. And yeah. so I remember getting in and closing my eyes and trying as hard as I could to go back there. Right. And I actually died again. But that next time I was taken to this beautiful space. I was inside of water mm. and just perfectly held in a space of samadhi. Yep. Yeah. Total you were the peace. second person who's come on the show mm-hmm. who's been in samadhi and died. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I was there, there were no questions, right. no answers. And it was the most 
phenomenal Peaceful. space. Yeah. I, I could have stayed there for a million years. Yeah. And maybe I did. <laughs> yeah. I was there for a long time. And when I came to, I was being resuscitated at the hospital with electricity. Oh, right. Uh -huh. And doctors and nurses all around. Yeah. And they gave me a blood transfusion. Yeah. And they were able to find there was a second placenta. Oh. From, uh, they call it a phantom twin. Oh, twin. right. We hadn't realized was there okay and so the placenta was very small oh. and after that came out i was able to stop bleeding okay and the most profound experience though was when i was breastfeeding my daughter yeah while i was receiving the blood transfusion and yeah. the veil was still really open yeah so i could witness all of the beautiful souls and ancestors wow that were there still. that's amazing and after that, I really have the strong belief that these songs are beautiful beings, sentient mm. beings that are coming and helping to gift songs mm. and prayers that come through. Sound medicine. Yeah, we've had a couple people on the show that talk about how vital sound is and mm -hmm. how healing it is for us as people because we are you know water beings and vibration moves through water mm -hmm. it's so interesting so really quickly though for those of us who are listening today on the show what is samadhi for those of us who, who aren't super familiar yeah, samadhi is the space of just peace complete inner peace where there is as I said, no question or answer, and you're able to transcend the mind. So essentially, I got to have the feeling of what it was like to not be inside of my mind. My soul was free. Mm. And with all of us, we all have this inner critic that has been with us, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Especially as women, the like, you know, you're not enough thing. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. And so I got to be freed from that voice you know and mm. from that experience of being human essentially yeah and i realized that we all have the ability to do that and that's where we've all come from is this space of pure self-love and compassion and peace wow that, to me is what samadhi is absolutely okay so the music and the and the birthing and the doula it's all kind of tied together right because mm -hmm. i was talking about i was like doing the intro and i was like okay well it's all like you're it's all kind of connected so mm -hmm. through that you started you had you always been able to play guitar yes mm -hmm. i've been playing guitar since i was about 11 years old mm -hmm. and then i went traveling when i was quite young i actually mm -hmm. left home and began traveling when I was quite young mm. and I brought my guitar with me. Where'd you go? The first place was Cyprus, the little island yep. that's across from Egypt. Mm -hmm. And um, I went around Europe and in Cornwall and England, I was mm. there and in Thailand. And I just brought my guitar and I would teach people songs and they'd teach me songs as wow. well. Wow. Yeah, and I got to learn from a lot of different healers and mm. musicians and yeah. Yeah, just went on a big journey. So this was like when you were, how old were you when this happened? I was 19 the first time that I left the country. Okay. And then that's really all I wanted to do. Yeah, were you on your own? Yes, yeah, so I was on my own okay. at that time. Because mm -hmm. for a lot of people, there's uh, especially stateside, we're both American. Mm -hmm. For a lot of people, it's there's that, oh, well, as a woman, you can't travel by yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, I did, I had met a beautiful friend and she had told me about Cyprus. Mm -hmm. So I got to 
set the intention to go and visit her within one year. And I worked three jobs. And the best advice I can give you mm. is to buy your ticket first. Okay. Yeah. See, I always do that going. too. Exactly. Right? And you know you're going. As soon as you have the money, you buy the ticket and everything else works itself out. Exactly. The whole universe, they say, and it's true, that it will conspire in your favor when you make that leap. So that's what happened. And I would go back to the States mm. and I would work and then I would go and travel. And my parents were concerned that I wasn't going to university, but I needed to pay for university myself anyway. And yeah. I felt like life was the most incredible university that I could ever be a part of. Yeah. So that's what I did. I just went and traveled and allowed the universe to introduce me to my teachers. Wow. So from there, you went to Europe, you went to Asia, you traveled around, you were playing guitar, you were living in the world, wild woman. And then how did you, did you come back to the States in between that? How did you go from there to Bali? Yeah, I came back and funnily enough, I went to a surprise party that my friends were having for me back in Utah. Like a birthday? Yeah, surprise birthday party. Okay, right. And one of my dear friends, she was coming and she told my husband, Josh, oh, I'm going to go to my friend's surprise birthday party. And she told him about me Mm -hmm. and he was so excited to meet me. Mm -hmm. And his words were that I was, when he did get to meet me, not at the party a little while later, Mm -hmm. but his words were that I was enchanting. Oh. um, (laughs) The rest is kind of history. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, And so he and I, we actually um, went and we were living in France. We were living in a chateau, a 15th century chateau Mm -hmm. that a family, an American family had purchased from the princess of Holland after she'd had a divorce. Oh, right. And... Yeah, so we were staying there, and okay. I was helping as an au pair, okay. looking after a couple of children, and my husband was helping. Um, he speaks French. He'd lived in France before. Ah, okay. So he was helping with renovations and work on the chateau. Okay, cool. And we were there for a while, and mm-hmm. then our daughter, Mirabelle, came along, mm-hmm. so we moved back to the States. Okay. And we were there for about five years, mm-hmm. and I went to a workshop at Esalen, out yeah. in and yeah, Esalen's been brought up on the show actually before. Yeah. It's this beautiful, beautiful retreat center. And it's it's pretty much where the Redwood Forest meets the California Pacific Ocean. So it's a really, really magical place. They do workshops year-round. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, um, they have hot springs. It's incredible. Yes, if you haven't been, it's put it on your bucket list. Mm, yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, my husband sent me for a spirit song retreat that was there at Esalen. Mm-hmm. And I had known for a while that we weren't meant to live there in California. Mm-hmm. And... I journeyed back. It's a like almost a three-hour drive. And I came back from Esalen back mm-hmm. to my home, and I prayed fervently the entire <laughs> way. I was literally just crying and yeah. praying, asking the universe to show me a sign for where we were supposed to go and what we were meant to do. Yeah, like, how, okay, what's next? Exactly. Yeah. And I had a really amazing dream that night, mm. and I met a beautiful angel in the dream. Wow. The rice paddies that were around, I didn't realize that they were rice paddies. It was just really long, tall grass. Mm -hmm. And everything was moving in the wind. And yet when I met her, and she didn't even speak, but when our eyes met, everything just held still. And I felt totally comforted. Yeah, very peaceful. Mm. And I woke up and I wrote about it in my dream journal. And I told my husband Josh about it. Mm -hmm. And 
nine months later, mm -hmm. we went to a concert in San Francisco, mm -hmm. and we met a really sweet-hearted guy, and he told us about his partner's amazing yoga school in Bali that ah, I should come and check out. Okay. And that night, when I went home and mm -hmm. I looked on the website, my heart stopped, and I got goosebumps all over mm -hmm. because it was the same woman from my dream. Wow. So when I woke up my husband and I'm like, you've got to quit your job. And, <laughs> and he's like, um, we have a small child. <laughs> we had two. We had a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Okay. And he was a principal for a high school there in California. Mm -hmm. And he's double Taurus. Okay. If you're into astrology, Taurians, they are very grounded and mm. they don't like to move when they feel very comfortable. Mm. And so it took... Um, some effort to mm. say the least except for he was amazing and he came along for the journey mm. and that's how we've wound up in Bali and now I actually teach for that same beautiful woman's yoga school and she's a dear friend of mine oh that's lovely so mm -hmm. before that when you were when you'd done the spirit song retreat and you were you were thinking okay we're not supposed to stay in California were you doing yoga at that time as well I was but I was um I was practicing yoga for mm -hmm. many years, mm -hmm. and yet I was only teaching prenatal yoga mm -hmm. and um, rainbow kids yoga. I'd done a kid oh. certification. So I was directing a children's learning center mm -hmm. because then I could bring my kids along with me. Oh, I like it. So I was doing <laughs> children's yoga and music circles and helping with mamas also with the prenatal yoga. Okay. So I was interested in finding a yoga school so that I could teach adults. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Cool. And so moving into that space of your music and, and singing, mm -hmm. you came you came to Bali and you started to play your music here. Mm -hmm. um, and also you've been working with other people to inspire them to make their music. Yes. So talk a little bit about that and that process. Sure. Well, I wanted to get to make an album. I'd kind of started a few times when I was in the States, mm. but it just didn't happen. Mm. And when we were pretty new, in Bali, I read a little book. It was called Hiring the Heavens. It's a very <laughs> quick, fast read. Okay. And to sum it up, the thing that I gathered that was the most helpful was to make a to-do list for all of your angels because there are countless angels that want to help you and yet mm. they can't do anything unless you ask. Right. And so I made the to-do list of all the different amazing things that I wanted to get done. Mm -hmm. And you know Bali. It's like whatever you think happens. Yeah, it's an amazing place here. It's one of those things where it's kind of a cosmic convergence. You know, you think of someone and then you run into them in the street. It's the weirdest thing, but yeah, so exactly. True. So everything that I put on that list began manifesting. And one of them was to create an album. Okay. So five years ago, I recorded my first album, mm -hmm. Fancy Free. Mm -hmm. And those were a lot of the songs that had come through while I was still in California. Mm -hmm. And then... Over the years, I've been learning and playing and having fun creating more music. And just last year, I released my second album, which is called Walk in Beauty. And that was awesome to get to collaborate with a lot of the musicians that are here from Bali Spirit Festival mm -hmm. and dear friends. I even had friends from afar that were able to record and then send in the music. Oh, that's amazing. So it was yes. like a true collaboration. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing. So getting to really birth all of mm -hmm. those songs and those creations mm -hmm. has felt very amazing. And that's part of what inspires me to help others mm -hmm. to birth because 
I feel like I'm a new being. Every single time you birth something and you yeah, get to it's release true. what's meant to be, yeah. then you get to yeah, come up into another level of your experience here on this earth and then it gives the opportunity for more songs to come yeah it's so interesting you know every time as someone who writes and makes music as well that that makes so much sense every time you write a new song there's just like look what i made world it's here Mm -hmm. you know it's so amazing Mm -hmm. yeah and people don't actually talk about the energy around that a lot of the time because you know when you write a new song or you write a poem or you write a story or you know for anyone who paint has any other creative process once you, you know, fully bring that thing into the world, you have created something on the planet that wasn't here before you brought it here. Mm-hmm. And people don't a lot of the time talk about how exciting that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very true. So that's been something I'm really passionate about. Mm. Is, yeah, helping to birth these songs and stories and also helping people just with speaking, people who feel mm. really shy to share their blog posts and mm. their writings and their stories and these experiences. And so I'm also excited to help to get those into the world too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So when you work with people in terms of helping them with their own creative process, what are some things that you do to help them open up creatively, but also to let themselves run that process for themselves, I guess? Mm -hmm. One of the first things is helping people to understand the root of what's been stopping them. Mm. And usually there's something that happens in people's childhood. Okay. Yeah, where there's been an experience, something happened at school with Mm. a teacher, with a parent, with someone saying something about your voice or telling you that you're too much Mm. or that you can't do something. And you've allowed it in some way to manifest itself as true. Mm. And it's been holding you back. So I love helping people to really witness when that happened and also be able to really see and visualize the energetic blockages within their beings and we're usually holding them in different parts of the body right and this energy it's just gotten a bit frozen or stuck Mm. and we have the power to reprogram it Mm -hmm. and to shift it and to transform that energy into helping us in a positive way that matches with how we've evolved now so usually For example, you know, maybe the energy gets stuck around the heart and it's blocking because it's helping to protect because Mm. it doesn't want you to make a fool of yourself again. And yet when you can really communicate with that energy and open it back up and let it know, hey, it's safe. It's okay. We get to release this now. Mm. And um, I've also witnessed that for some people it's in other lifetimes, Mm. you know, for women, especially us wild women, our voices have been stopped for a long time. Our ancestors' voices have been stopped. Yeah. So I use a series of shamanic techniques Mm -hmm. and intuition at helping to really open up the throat chakra Mm. and shifting and transforming any of that stuck energy. I also really believe that everybody has a beautiful voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I have a theory, everyone can sing, dance, and write. Exactly. Yes. Um, And that experience that I mentioned the first time that I died, Mm. the sound, the first sound that I heard, it Mm. sounded like singing bowls because what I witnessed 
was that every single soul mm. was emanating a vibration, a sound. Oh, okay. I could, I could hear the sound from everyone. Right. And what's incredible is that when people say, oh, I can't sing, I don't have a good voice, they don't realize that they are always emanating and singing. <laughs> their, their energetic field is always singing. Right. And so helping people to also really love and appreciate their unique sound yeah. in whatever way it is. Yeah. It doesn't have to be singing. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah, amazing. it's one of those things where everyone has a unique voice and something unique to say. Mm-hmm. And the, the idea to put judgment on it, that it's not good enough, good enough against what? Mm-hmm. Everyone is their own voice. Mm-hmm. And so to deny who you are and to deny your voice is to deny, you know, your being pretty much. Definitely. And so another thing um, that is probably one of the most important things that I can help to do is listen. Mm. Because for so many people, things have happened, they've felt ways, they've thought things, they've had these experiences, and they've stayed, stayed silent for so many years. And so when they have the opportunity to express and share, it's very liberating. Mm. So I've witnessed miracles <laughs> of people being really feeling very small and stuck. And then as soon as you open up that portal and you open the that door and the light comes in, mm. yeah, that's when the real magic begins to happen. Yeah. It's already there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's one of those things as well for women especially not feeling heard Mm -hmm. and it's not feeling like like we have the freedom to speak but also not feeling like anyone is going to listen to what we say yes yeah so that's really beautiful all right well we're going to take a short break and then we'll come back with Lindsay wise thanks Lindsay. Exciting news, little humans. Today's episode is brought to you by me, Norma Jean. I make all my art, music, daily doodle cartoons, which you can see on my website, NJ Loves. That's NJ like NormaJeanLoves.com. We've also teamed up with Bali Spirit Festival. It's been mentioned a few times on the podcast, and some of the guests are going to present there. Levi Banner, Nadine McNeil, Awahoshi. It's April 2nd through 8th, 2018. And we've teamed up with them to offer you guys a discount to come to Bali and come to Bali Spirit Festival. So hopefully it's that extra little push to get you over here. Use the code STAYWILD for $40 off the five-day spirit pass or Stay Wild Abundance for $50 off the full enchilada abundance pass. So hopefully for, for those of you that are listening to the podcast and really resonating with the content, with the guests, with the spirit of Bali, it'll help get you here to Bali to meet some of the people that have come on the podcast and really join the spirit of what we're doing. If you do like the podcast, as usual, please subscribe, write us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, share the show with your friends. It's available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and also Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts from. So, you know, every time you hear a bell, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> and every time you write a review and share the show, other people are able to find it. It moves us up in the rankings. So hopefully in the in the algorithm. So hopefully. Hopefully um, more people will find the show and can share in all of these amazing stories and journeys and niche expertise. So I hope you're enjoying today's episode and let's get back to it. (music) 
All right, we're back on the podcast with Lindsay Wise. Hi, Lindsay. Hello. Um, so before the break, we were talking about things we things that you can do, things that you teach people to do about how to connect to their creative self, let themselves feel heard and be empowered in that process. Mm-hmm. I think that one of the very most important things that people can do mm. is journaling. Journaling. It sounds very simple. And yet, yeah. as I mentioned, that's something that I started doing very long ago mm. as a child. And if you take a little bit of time to even journal in the morning to write mm-hmm. about your dreams, just whatever's coming, and mm-hmm. also at night before you go to sleep, mm-hmm. you are able to really process a lot of that internal dialogue. Mm. It doesn't all get stuck. Yeah. And so when you're doing that, you're able to have more of a clearer space. Mm. So if you have a meditation practice, which I highly recommend, you're able to really listen to your heart and have mm. that self-reflection yeah. and come to your breath. So I highly recommend meditation. Mm-hmm. Yoga is something that I absolutely love. Mm. And a lot of times people say, oh, I don't have enough time for yoga. And so if you give yourself at least 10, 15 minutes a day, yeah, where you just wake up and you get on the mat. And one of the tricks that I've learned is to just keep the mat open, <laughs> your yoga mat. Or I do the same thing. Or yeah, you. I do the same thing. I have my mat up. open yes. with two blocks on it because I know, like I've you know I've got a lot going on. I draw the cartoons. I sing. I write songs. I have the podcast. I do a lot. Mm-hmm. So for me, if I've got fifteen minutes, I'll jump into some restorative poses. I'll jump into a quick sun salutation sequence just to move that energy through your body. Give you a quick. Exactly. And when you move the energy through your body, then you're able to get that creative flow going. Mm. You tap into the groove channel. Yeah. So if you have a practice, whatever it is, you can even turn on some music and dance. Yes. Yes. We are all about the jumping around in your underwear in your home by yourself. Dance. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So tapping into that groove channel, that's Mm. probably the very best thing. Mm. Um, As far as practices and techniques, I love helping people to be doing vocal warm-ups. So starting from down low to up high Mm -hmm. and playing with ways that you can broaden the vocal range ah, is incredible. Yeah, so. Cool. Do you have some of that online? This is a good inspiration to put it on. Okay. Usually, <laughs> the clients that I'm working with, mm. I tailor it to their voice. Oh, that's amazing. So, so it's really I working with. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yes. That's amazing. So you, you do a lot of vocal. How long do you do vocal exercises for? Maybe like 15 minutes? Yeah, about 15 minutes. And then mm. I also really encourage that everyone chooses a few of their favorite songs that they can really practice and learn Mm. and feel confident sharing. And something that I'll invite people to do is even choose someone that they want to sing that song for. Mm. So they're learning and they are preparing and cultivating that energy as a gift. And then after they've learned it, then they're able to learn more songs and so it flows. Yeah, so it's not only working on your practice, but building your repertoire as well. Yes, exactly. That's cool. And then also creating your own music. Mm. So part of journaling is that you are getting all of your words flowing and moving, Mm. and so you're able to write even more. So helping people to write their own songs and poems and stories and sharing, Mm. um, a big part of that is with the writing. Yeah. Something that's also really important that people can be doing at home mm. is just the simple walking meditation. If you go into nature mm-hmm. and you walk and if you're singing as well mm. and if you just get out in nature, yeah. sit your booty on the earth 
let your crown of your head connect to the sky. Yeah. And that's also an amazing way to get the energy flowing and moving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So in nature by yourself singing. (laughs) Just bust out into nature and be like, (laughs) (laughs) just go wherever it feels comfortable. But yeah, that's when you're able to really open up Mm. even more than if you have a roof over your head. Sometimes it can get in the way. Yeah. It's so interesting. You know, we, we are actually animals, right? Like Mm -hmm. as little humans, we are part of the earth. We're not, you know, above or below it. We're in it. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time, you know, especially if you're living in an urban environment, I live in a big metropolitan area. There's times where like, I don't go outside. I'll go outside from like to walk from my car to the office, Mm -hmm. to walk from my office to my car, back to home, back to, you know, a yoga studio, which is great. But then you're inside all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think people forget a lot of the time to just connect with nature. Yes. That's probably the most helpful thing you can do. Mm. And also if you're feeling stuck, if your energy get stagnant or stale Mm. getting outside and moving is one of the best ways to get out of that funk yes find Mm -hmm. a park get your yoga on fantastic fantastic Mm -hmm. well Lindsay, where can people find you where can people find um information about the birthing and information about your vocal coaching and and your music links all those juicy bits well, the best place is the source of lindsaywise.com. Okay. Yeah. So you can find me there. Mm-hmm. And you can also find me on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I've been putting some music on there. And mm. it's exciting because my husband's an amazing musician. Mm. And he is just up and coming with beginning to share. Ah. So we've just gotten some recording equipment. That's great. Do you guys play together? Yes. Yeah, so we're sharing wow. together. Wow. You're going to be the Von Trapps of, <laughs> of Bali. I can just feel it already. So you can <laughs> You're, you're in our music room so we've got a, a yes. bunch of instruments that we'll be recording and sharing with so finding that on SoundCloud and my husband and I would also love sharing meditations mm. and one of the projects that we offer is called 25 Days of Presence yes I've seen yes. this I think I've seen it on Facebook. It's more so a program, (laughs) not a project. Mm. But um, what it is, is from December 1st until December 25th, Mm -hmm. there is a free meditation every single day. Wow. To really cultivate that gift of presence. What a gift. Yes, and we give it for free every year. Of presence. That's amazing. Okay. So you can find us at 25daysofpresence.com. Cool. We give that for free every December. Wow. And is it up all year? You got to like get in for December. um, It's $25 for 25 meditations Mm -hmm. if it's not during that free month. Okay. Which is a bargain. Yeah. 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 I mean, most other things are, you know, you're paying a lot for like a meditation program and it can be hundreds of dollars. So that's really cool that you guys offer. And then if you do it during the, like the December 1st to December 25th. It's free. Okay, cool. And then everybody's doing it kind of once exactly so we really are a collaboration and you can also find us at wisemindbody.com is one of our offerings and we love doing couples work so we also have mindfulcouples.com ah okay cool couples and cultivating healthy relationships and practices fantastic you can find us at any of those places yeah it's so cool it's so interesting how all of the things that you do are really tied through that communication and being heard and advocating for what you want to say it's so interesting whether it's advocating for the birth plan as a doula 
or you know your own voice with music or working with other people to help them create their own voice or communicating in relationships or you know listening to really yourself with meditation it's amazing Thank you so much. Yeah, cool. Well, thank thank you, you, Lindsay, so much for being on the show. We're going to have all those links in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you want, tap into those, find Lindsay. And um, thanks again for being on the show. All right, little humans, I hope you enjoyed today's interview with Lindsay Wise, and I wanted to bring you a toast poem today. It's unrelated, you know, as usual, but it's kind of sexy, and it's about really being present with your partner, and I think Lindsay kind of embodies that. So here we go. Dreams of bathing. You walk in, climb in, our hearts as warm and soft as the water makes our bodies. How was your day? Tell me everything. Falling in love with you. Every moment. Interested in the mundane. Because it's yours. What did you have for lunch, you ask? Pick up the soap and gently wash my feet. All right, little humans, that was today's show. Big thanks to Lindsay Wise for coming on and sharing her story. I hope you enjoyed today's toast poem. If you are thinking about coming to Bali, you can actually see Lindsay perform at Bali Spirit Festival, which is really exciting. And we have that special discount code that we've teamed up with Bali Spirit Festival to give you guys. So use the code STAYWILD for $40 off the five-day spirit pass or Stay Wild Abundance for $50 off the five-day whole enchilada abundance pass. Today's episode is also brought to you by me, Norma Jean. I'm a singer-songwriter. I draw original Daily Doodle cartoons every day. Check out some shirts of my cartoons and see all my shenanigans at NJ Loves. That's NJ like Norma Jean, loves.com. Also, if you're liking the podcast, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Share the show. It's available on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher. You can also hear it on SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts from. And until next time, little humans, stay wild. So we keep on keeping on